This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50 plus and your overall investment, your tax, and your state planning. And your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And talking about growing your money, one area that's been really strong, that's kind of gone under the radar a bit, I think, here, is uh, what's been happening with, uh, you know, gold and gold stocks. So we're, we had we asked uh, Dennis Da Silva, um, he's a uh, resource specialist, he's going to come here and talk about how you can participate in gold and get a tax write-off at the same time. And it, those of you, like myself, that are just finishing up your 2022 tax returns, you know, you're going to love some of these uh, tax breaks. And um, just before we get started with the show, you, you know, last week we had about 150 people um, on Wednesday to our luncheon workshop. Uh, so if you couldn't make it, uh, it was great. We had excellent speakers there. So if you couldn't make it, uh, we have the slides available for you. And all you have to do is give Dominic a call, 1-866-891-2637. We'll give you the slides. Um, we had Ahmad Farouk, who is uh, Vice President at Franklin Templeton Funds. He was there to talk about short-term uh, bonds and how they're, you know, basically in a great situation to do well uh, this year because of, you know, the way the yield curve is inverted and the high rates at the short end, and they have a short-term bond. And then he talked about, uh, you know, Templeton and Franklin and uh, all of their backgrounds there, the, those two companies that merged together. Um, their background is global investment, so they have the uh, top 10 global dividend stocks, and they have an ETF that's uh, matched around that. So if you'd like to get that information, plus our estate planning specialist, his name's Peter Kartosopoulos. He went through intergener- intergenerational wealth transfer, and um, he went through uh, things like how to reduce your estate settlement costs, preparing your will in the state strategy, uh, the intergenerational wealth transfer for your adult children and your grandchildren. How, you, how do you uh, execute that strategy? And then choosing an executor for your state or an estate monitor. So information that's really inf- is important to you. So if you'd like to get that, all you got to do is give Dominique a call now, 1-866-891-2637. You can call her now or call her after the show, and you can get the seminar. Just say, Dominique, I'd like to get the uh, copy of the seminar notes from Wednesday's seminar that we had, and we had a great crowd there. Okay, did you know that gold is up over 10% this year and the outlook is even better? Stay right there. Dennis De Silva of Middlefield Group is going to join us and explain how you can participate and get a tax write-off at the same time. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Dennis De Silva, Senior Portfolio Manager at the Middlefield Group. Hey, Dennis, thanks for joining us again this morning. Always a pleasure, Richard. You know, I think first off, tell everybody about Middlefield again and uh, what you guys do there. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, Middlefield's a a privately held investment manager. We've been around since 1979. The core group of people have been around for over 20 years, uh, including myself. And I would call ourselves a specialty manager. Primarily, we're known for our um, 
equity income mandates. We have about $4 million in assets under management. Um, one of the longer-running parts of our business, and that's a bit of a specialty, is our flow-through business, which is really tax-advantaged product. And, and there's a bit of a connection to our equity income mandates that we could speak to later, but those are kind of the two main streams of uh, Middlefield. Now, I know you're, we asked you to come on because you're a resource specialist. Like, how are you uh, getting yourself positioned, you know, because of the market, the way it's looking, it's very uncertain out there. Well, I was sort of telling you off air, it's kind of great to be a resource specialist right now, uh, and in particular having uh, a weight in gold where we're seeing gold kind of threatening to break through uh, all-time highs, and and more importantly, the equities. So we, we kind of have an approach right now with the way the market is, is kind of struggling to figure out where it wants to go. We have Fed you know, nearing a pause, but we have concerns about the economy uh, globally for sure and, and more importantly in the U.S. So for us, we kind of look at it as a, a tale of let's call it two cities where I think for the next couple of quarters in particular, this uncertainty will still dominate. And I think that's particularly good for gold. Um, you know, and we're seeing that uh, in the last month where gold has moved from a relatively stable base of 1800. And now we're, you know, threatening to potentially get to 2100 in, in a pretty quick order. And then after we kind of get through uh, you know, recession, and we could debate how deep and how long it goes, but let's argue probably by the end of 2023, then I think that's where the economically sensitive stocks will particularly do well, whether it's the coppers or the nickels, um, and copper being the big one. I think they are particularly well positioned for 2024. But the one caveat to that is we are seeing a lot of M&A, and, and that's another overarching theme. It's not just the commodity price. It's the fact that these companies have been relatively starved for years of capital. Yeah. And I think now they're looking at M&A as a way to kind of backfill the future opportunity base for the company. So whether it's uh, Newmont bidding for Newcrest or today we saw HUD Bay announce an acquisition of a company called Copper Mountain uh, or B2 Gold acquiring Sabina. These are underlying themes that kind of show you this disconnect between where's the commodity price, but what's the underlying condition of the market and the ability for supply to feed the demand over the next decade. Yeah, exactly. Now, like when we participate, you could, you could buy you know, gold bullion or track gold. You could buy the bullion. You could track the bullion with an ETF. Um, so those are two ways to, to deal with the commodity. But I'm a little bit more interested in the stock prices because... Back in the day, when gold was a big thing, and you and I know from back years ago, like the, when stocks, you, you need gold to really start to rip a bit the commodity, and then the, the, the stocks would follow, but the stocks would go up uh, a lot more than the, the gold price would. Like, you see upside here with people starting to feel more comfortable buying gold stocks? Yeah, it's a great point. You know, gold year to date is up to, you know, almost 12%. But if you look at things like the GDX, which is a tracker, an ETF that tracks senior gold producers, it's up 25%. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's, there's significant differences within there in terms of names. But I, I think it, I guess, explains your point about leverage, which is the longer people start to believe, okay, gold, this is not going to go back to 1300 where it was in early 2020, or I should say early 2019, the reality is it's probably going to stay higher for longer. And in the meantime, there might be significant peaks established. 
then you start to see funds flow come in. And it always starts, obviously, with bullion as an ETF, and then it gets deeper, goes into the senior companies, and then it slowly, eventually trickles in as continued funds flow look for opportunities. The interesting thing is, as you remember, you know, the last time we had this kind of cycle, it's called 2011 or even 2020, right. um, you don't have the depth of market you used to have. You don't have as many names. We've seen a lot of names consolidate away. There's no gold corp anymore. Um, so you have fewer options to invest in, and that means that depth of funds flow has to feed into a smaller market. And we all know gold as a percentage of major markets has shrunk in the last 20 years. So I think that only adds to the upside leverage as the funds flow continues to deepen and move into the gold space or precious metals in general, silver will also benefit from this. Yeah, would, you, would you see, um, you know, generalists, like what happened with oil and gas? You know, the generalists didn't have a big participation in oil and gas. They didn't have a big percentage. They probably don't have a big percentage now in gold and resource. Maybe if they start jumping on board, that'll, you know, buoy things up a bit. Yeah, it's definitely part of the whole funds flow argument is, um, you know, they've been burned before. You know, yeah. these are cyclical businesses, we all know. It is under-owned, uh, even ETFs, which is often a tracker of whether there's interest. It's starting to pick up recently, but it's nowhere where it was in the peaks of 2020, the last time we had gold north of 2000 and, and kind of sustained there for a bit. I think this time around, the fact that it's under-owned, we've seen strength over the last month. We're seeing a lot of the headwinds kind of dissipate, like the strong U.S. dollar and reaching that endpoint in rate hikes. And in fact, you look at two or 10-year bonds, they've come off the peaks. I think the culmination of all of these factors and then throw in M&A really provides what I, uh, you know, I haven't been this bullish really even in 2020 because that was such a, a sharp, yeah. uh, strong move. This time we're talking about gold showing sustainability at 1800 for basically two years, and now we're moving from this elevated base. To me, that is a very strong indication that there's legs to this. This is not just a temporary thing where it's going to come off 20 40 and go back to 1800 in the next month. Yeah. Let's take a break there, Dennis. And, um, you know, when we come back, I know you guys have a new offering out there that uh, where you can participate in gold and resources and get a tax deduction, too. Great. All right. We'll be right back, folks. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. And joining us today is Dennis DeSilva. He's a senior portfolio manager at Middlefield Group. And we've been talking to uh, Dennis about gold and resource um, funds out there. And, you know, you have a new tax advantage fund that participates in this space. Tell us all about that. Yeah, you know, earlier we were talking about how do you participate in this, what I would consider a nice bull run and say gold. And we talked about bullion, and you could buy ETFs that track seniors or even junior producers. Um, what we've been doing for years, really since the mid-'80s, is we have these specialty funds. They're called flow-through limited partnerships. They are great tax-advantageous ways to participate in some of these themes because what's interesting about it is the government, again, back in the 80s, changed the tax act that allowed for people to make an investment in a fund like ours. In this case, it's a fund called MRF 2023 Resource Limited Partnership. And you can deduct the full cost of the investment against all forms of income. 
this year, and there's also some credits on a federal and provincial level, depending where you live. So what it means is you can expose yourself, you know, a dollar of investment to the market, predominantly gold, but you get to deduct the cost and get back. Basically, if you're at the highest marginal tax rate, say in Ontario, you're getting about 65 cents on the dollar back this year. So you have the significant exposure to a strong environment for gold, but you're not fully exposed to any potential downside risk because you've gotten uh, about two-thirds of your money back in the short term. Wow. So when you're... Okay, so folks, what Dennis is saying is if if you were to invest $10,000 and you're in the highest tax bracket, you're basically going to get about $6,500 back. So the money that you'd have on the table would be $3,500 ballpark. Is that what you're saying, Dennis? Correct. Yeah. I mean, in roundabout ways, think of it like a, a specialty RRSP almost, right. where, again, you get to claim your contribution, in this case, your investment. What's nice is there's these additional credits, both on the federal level for, say, gold investments, and there's these critical mineral credits that are brand new for 2022 that's associated with things like copper or nickel or uranium or lithium investments. That Right. Is it, wasn't that part of a, one of the budgets that they had where they said where we'll give some incentive here to critical minerals? Yeah, it was in the April budget of 2022. It was okay. enacted in December of 2022 into law, but it was part of the grand plan of how do we encourage exploration, development, in Canada of critical minerals, because as the name suggests, these are vital commodities for the future with electrification, electric vehicles, infrastructure, and so forth. Right. So now somebody invests So in the, in the fund that you're going to manage. Okay, folks, it's going to be a, a fund. So Dennis is going to buy a number of different stocks. So some of the stocks will be, I explained you're going to have some in gold stocks and you're going to have some in these critical mineral stocks as well, so you can participate with that credit, right? Yeah, it, these funds have a two-year life, so okay. it's actually kind of an ideal period of time because, as I mentioned earlier, this fund, um, the way we envision it, will be about probably 60% gold, 40% in critical minerals. What that means is in the next two, three quarters, as I said earlier, where I think there's going to be a particular strength in gold, I think that 60% will be uniquely positioned for that move. However, as we transition into 2024, we start to see the economically sensitive part of the portfolio start to benefit. And so I kind of see this dual movement in the fund where the first move will be because of gold, and then the next leg up will be because of things like copper benefiting and probably uranium finding some strength and lithium and so forth as the secular theme around energy transition becomes clearer in 24 as the economic environment improves. Now, uh, how many stocks would you say would fit into your fund there, Dennis? Typically, these funds have about 50 companies. Okay. These are more junior companies. I'm not buying a Barrick or an Agnico or something like that. But at the same time, when you see, what you find is the small caps do outperform the seniors in a deeper market. That is, if gold goes to 2100 or 2200 and you could see it stay there over the next two, three quarters, my guess would be these types of companies generally will go up 30 to 70% in that kind of environment 
prices, the barracks, the Ignicos, they probably move 20, 30%. So there's, there is a beta to owning the small cap names in a moving commodity environment. Yeah, that's what I was getting at at the beginning of the show is when we were talking. I said, you know, how, how's it going to flow through? And it's a big companies, for the, the commodity, big companies, and then small companies. Yeah, the buck sort of stops at the small caps, and that's where you get the most leverage. It yeah. tends to be also where you see the retail market get particularly enthusiastic because people are looking for companies that have a lot of a commodity in the ground, and they trade, you know, a, a typical producer trades probably at one and a half times net asset value because they're a producer, but an exploration company with an asset probably trades at, you know, 02 times net asset value. So your goal is how can I get 0.2 to something like half of a multiple, which is more than a double. Right. So now someone investing in this, this, this doesn't go on forever. It's a, it's a offering and it's the prospectus offering. So how does that work? Like how much time do people have? And then what are the amounts that you have to invest to get involved? Yeah, so the current offering, MRF 2023, actually the offering ends on April the 26th. Um, that will be our spring offering. Sometimes we do offer one in the fall, sort of that August-September time frame, but this is what's available now. It is um, minimum subscriptions are $2,500, so there's nothing too onerous. Okay. Um, and information you can always find on Middlefield's website, and I'm sure on your website, Richard will forward you the information so people can access it. So now, like, say somebody that's that's is out there that's listening, and they're in the uh, they're not in the top tax bracket. They're in the forty percent tax bracket. What would be their situation with this one? Would it work for them too? It does work, but look, the bottom line is for true maximization of the economic benefit. It is ideally suited to someone who's at the highest tax bracket. The actual investment performance doesn't change. Everybody has the same economic benefit from, from that perspective. But in order to get the true leverage, the benefit of these deductions and these credits, it makes perfect sense that, you know, $100,000 or let's call $10,000 invested at 40% means you get to save $4,000 versus if you're at 53%, you save 5300 So that's that delta of $1,300 is significant in the overall return. Yeah, it is. It uh, plays a big role. But at the end of the day, if you're confident in, in, in these critical minerals future and what's happening with gold prices right now, then it's, um, you know, based on that, you're, you're buying into Dennis's expertise and managing this portfolio for you and, uh, you know, getting you a, a great return from the stocks that are in there. And in the, in the, in the, at the end of the day, the, the tax is just the added benefit, right? Well, I think the key is to look at it this way. You can go buy an ETF that owns the Barracks and the Ignicos. You invest $1. Right. If it goes up, let's say, 20%, you're worth $1.20. Buying the flow through, what it means is you put a dollar in, you get roughly, let's call it, $0.65 cents back, and let's say the fund goes up 30%. You've got the benefit of having an investment that's worth $1.30 plus the original 65 cents of tax advantages. So the upside is significantly better by owning it through a flow through, a unique vehicle, versus, say, just the plain Jane generic ETF. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's great having you again on the show, Dennis. Uh, thanks for taking the time to join us. Always a pleasure, Richard. And the name of the fund is the MRF 2023 Limited Partnership? Yeah, MRF 2023 Resource Limited Partnership. Okay, great to have you. Folks, if you'd like to get that, all you have to do is go onto our website, and uh, we'll get that posted for you there. It's in the section called In the Money. All right, Dennis, you take care. 
All the best, Richard. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Dennis De Silva. He's a senior portfolio manager at Midfield Group. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund, ETF, and limited partnership investments. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds, ETFs, and limited partnerships are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by the Middlefield Group. Okay, we have a couple of minutes left, folks, and I wanted to bring to your attention a new seminar that we just set up, and it's really special, and we have a great guest, and his name is Dennis Mitchell. He's the CEO of Starlight Capital. They're one of the top uh, real estate investment firms in Ontario, and he's here to join us to talk about why real estate is important and why you should be looking at investing in real estate right now in this particular kind of a marketplace. He's also going to talk about the impact of um, you know what's happening with the office sector loans on the banking system in Canada, which is of interest to a lot of us that own uh, bank stocks. And then he's going to talk about a new sector. It's called infrared REITs. So he'll explain all about that and the kinds of real estate they're involved in with what's happening here with the marketplace today. And he's also going to talk about um, where the opportunities are with industrial and residential real estate. So industrial, as you know, would be warehouses and you know what's happening with those of you who are ordering online and getting things shipped and what's happening with all that. There's a huge demand now for industrial space, especially in the Toronto area. You would know that by seeing what's happening here with the development on all the major centers. And he's also going to talk about residential real estate and why he feels, and their firm, firm uh, feels that things are uh, still strong and they're going to continue to be strong here, especially in the Metro Toronto area. So really interesting. We've got a great guest. So that's going to be on Wednesday, April 26th. We're going to run from 11 a.m. till approximately 12.30. So I'll have a brief introduction where I'll go over what's happening in the marketplace today generally. And then Dennis will come on and talk about specifically, you know, those topics that we talked about there in terms of uh, the real estate market. So if you're interested in real estate, want to know about your own real estate, your own real estate, and interested in investing in real estate, this is the guy that you want to hear from one of the top people. And of course, on primetime money, you know, like we say every week, we get the top people in North America to come on the show and talk about their particular areas of expertise. So just give Dominique a call at 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. There's no cost, of course, and it's a webinar, so you can enjoy it in the, in your own home. And uh, so it's going to run from 11 a.m. till approximately 1230, and that's going to be on Wednesday April the 26th. Okay, so mark that down in your calendars. And those of you who couldn't make it out to our seminar last week when we talked about estate planning and intergenerational wealth transfer, for those of you that missed that, if you'd like to get the uh, the handouts from that, we have some of the research and analysis from the folks at Franklin Templeton. They talked about short-term bonds and global equities. And then we have all the uh, case studies from... Um, <laughs> You know, our our chief uh, estate specialist, his name is Peter Kartosopoulos, and he has his notes that he'll get send out to you. So again, all you got to do is call Dominique. She's the main person, and she can get you all of this information. 1-866-891-2637. Or alternatively, you can go to our website, always, folks, and look up stuff. It's uh, www.primetimemoney, all one word, primetimemoney.ca, and get all the details. And I know Dennis is going to be sending the information on those um, uh, flow-through shares uh, to us, and that'll be... When you go to the top tab, it says in the money. Click on that top tab and then uh, all the information will be there for you to look it up. You guys have a great week and we'll see you back here next week at 10 a.m. I'm Richard Infantino and you've been listening to Primetime Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.